I am Barrington Brennan, counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist, with your daily relationship nugget. Before I begin my little nugget today, let me share some things about me and how you can contact me. I am a counseling psychologist and the marriage and family therapist for about 25 years. I am also a retired minister of the Adventist faith. I am married 43 years to a lovely wife from Martinique. We have two children and four grandchildren, a lovely son-in-law from St. Martin and a lovely daughter-in-law from Nebraska. And if you'd like to contact me, you can go on my website. The website is www.soencouragement.org forward slash rn. That's so encouragement, like sounds of encouragement, so encouragement.org forward slash r, like in relationship n as in nugget. And then you can email me at question. That is question at soencouragement.org. I can even be contacted via WhatsApp at 242-477-4002. That's 242-477-4002. So this relationship nugget is designed for everyone. The young and the old, the married and the unmarried, the single and the teenagers, the parents and the courting ones, dealing with relationship issues and personal development. Today I will start with a question that someone sent me a long time ago. Dear sir, my husband spends more time and money with his mother than he does with me, his wife and his children. When I do have a chance to talk with my mother-in-law about it, she always retorts with the old proverb, Blood is thicker than water. Once in a while, even my husband's remark suggests that he should be more loyal to his mother who gave him birth than to his wife and children. This makes me feel cheated and abandoned. Should this really be this way? I feel that my husband does not understand what it means to be married. Please help me. Here is my answer. Dear friend, obviously blood is thicker than water because of the number of cells present in in 70% of water. However, the old adage is not talking about literal blood. What does it really mean when you say, or someone says, blood is thicker than water? Here is what it means. Quote, our loyalty to our family, that is, to our blood relatives. This is not the only way we use the proverb. It is also used when we want to distance blood, family members, or non-blood relatives. The relationship here is closer than any other kind of relationship. Some mothers-in-law often use the phrase to send the message to their daughters-in-law that their sons are closer to them because they gave birth to them. It's often used to refer to a misguided kind of loyalty. When controversies arise, this phrase is used to divide family members and ostracize others. Here are the messages given when this proverb is used. Keep out. 
This is not for you right now. End of quote. You have no voice or vote in this conversation. End of quote. Your opinions does not matter here because we are not blood relatives. End of quote. I know you're married to my son, but his responsibility is to take care of me first. End of quote. Where did this overused proverb come from? This proverb on the bonds of family and common ancestry first appeared in the medieval German beast epic Renek Funk, Renault the Fox, by Henrik de Glissenzera, whose words in English reads, Kin blood is not spoiled by water. In 1412, it was stated this way, Relationships within the family are stronger than any other kind. The saying was first cited by John Leibgate's Troy Book. In most countries around the world, this proverb is used with similar intent and meaning. Yes, yes, blood is thicker than water. However, listen carefully now, fasten your seatbelts, marriage is thicker than blood. I'm not going to repeat that. Yes, blood is thicker than water, but marriage is thicker than blood. The relationship between a husband and a wife is by the Creator's design a very and very nature closer than any other kind of relationship, even between a parent and a child. Marriage is indeed thicker than blood. The nine months of pregnancy and the long painful hours in the, in the delivery room cannot match the intense passionate closeness between a husband and a wife. This is something many people have not grown to understand and respect. Too many people, especially mothers and grandmothers, have not respected the sacred union of their children's marriages. They have made it their duty to challenge uh, the true meaning and practice of loyalty to one's spouse. The truth is that they have actually ruined the countless marriages because of their interference and misguided notions. The Bible states in Matthew 19:5 and Mark 10:8 this, and they twain shall become one flesh. So then, they are no more twain, but one flesh. The term one flesh is used to describe the unique and sacred union of man and wife and no other, not mother and son, not mother and daughter or daddy and son, man and or husband and wife. What is one flesh in marriage? One flesh in marriage encompasses the blending of the physical that's the sexual and other things like that, emotional, psychological, mental, spiritual, and financial aspects of both husband and wife. There is no other relationship that involves such integration of intense closeness. However, many get involved in similar but not biblical kinds of oneness relationship. We call them common law, shacking up, cohabiting relationships. Generally, neither of these involves mothers, mother or son or father and daughter. However, if parent and child become sexually involved, it is called incest. Incest is morally, legally and spiritually wrong. This alone suggests that there is no comparison between marriage relationship, 
of a man and a woman, and parent-child relationship. Even a definition of marriage makes no mention of parents, grandparents, or any other earthly relative. Note carefully my definition of marriage. Marriage is a divine covenant between a man and a woman with similar goals and values to live together in a permanent, loving, and mutually supportive relationship. Parents, listen please, parents. It is high time that you leave your married children alone. Leave them alone. Get out of their business. Don't make them feel guilty if they don't bring you something from the food store that you didn't request. Get out of their children's bed, out of your children's bedroom. Let them truly become one flesh. Parents, stop demanding from your married children a greater loyalty to you than to your spouse or to their spouses. You are messing up their lives. Stop calling them on the phone and insisting that they come over right away to do something that could wait until a more feasible time. Sons and daughters, stand up on your own two feet and remind your demanding parents or grandparents that you are married and that means your spouse and children are number one in your life. You no longer will share personal information with them that should only be shared with your spouse. Although you value their opinions, you will only seek their advice when you choose to do so. You will make your spouse the primary beneficiary on your insurance and not your parents. From this point onward, you will be spending more time with your spouse and children than with your parents. <laughs> I hope that stimulated you today. And just remind you, you can contact me by going to my website, www.soencouragement.org forward slash rn. This has been your daily relationship nugget. I am Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart. <laughs>